Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? I really wish I could jam. I'm not in the studio. <laughs> and so either I have word playing this morning or I have this new instrumental music that's called Peace for the Soul. And so I've been listening to that in the mornings and it's really, really dope. Um, I was listening to it in the car the other day, and Judah, who likes, my mind is looking strange. Judah, who likes a little bit of stomp, was like, hey, I need you to play something else. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to play this. So good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Welcome, 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 welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Akeisha. Uh, I am. I have an old show playing on JoyNet right now, so if you need to tune in and get a throwback, my schedule, um, being a mom, sometimes reverses my schedule, and so Josiah had some early things this morning, and so I had to be mommy, and they are like my, after God, they are like my first priority, and so I had to switch things up so that I could be in position where they are. Some, sometimes um, as parents, we make those sacrifices. And for me, especially being a single mom and, or I always, I don't like to use the word single mom. I like to say I am uh, co-parenting with God. And as I co-parent with God, um, he just, you know, we do this thing a little bit differently. So they're playing, if you're on JoyNet at the same time, they're playing an older show on JoyNet. And then of course I had to go live so that we can finish up this part of our series. So welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Good morning. I hope you got your coffee. Um, I have mine. I got one of my cups. I think this is Josiah Cups. And it says, I know you like abs, but try donuts. And the funny thing about this cup is I love donuts. <laughs> like, I love donuts. I don't know if anybody loves donuts more than I love donuts. Um, and I mean, like, I really love donuts. I could probably eat a couple donuts every day. I just know it's not good for me. So I hope you got your coffee. I hope you got your tea. I hope you're ready for this morning. I want to start out this morning a little bit different. I love to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit because guess what? I know he's going to lead us correctly in all things. So instead of, um, the traditional prayer this morning. I want to read Psalms 91 over you guys this morning and over myself this morning and just invoke God's protection and just invoke the dwelling place. But I need you guys to do me a favor first. If you'll go share the video right now, drop it in someone else's hands. Even on Instagram, you can share the video. There's a little bitty, little bitty arrow at the bottom of your screen. If you click that arrow, it'll allow you to send the video to some other people. So do me a favor. You can share it even on Instagram as well. So good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let me do a few. Let me pray first and then I'll do a couple of shout outs and maybe a couple of morning announcements. Let me read Psalms 91. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him, for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor 
and protection. Do not be afraid of the terror at night nor the arrow that flies by day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make, my God, if you make the Lord God your refuge, my, if you make the Lord God your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with your hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. And when they call on me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. And we know the psalmist David was writing this and David understood what it meant to be in the shelter that when he was facing my God come on now that enough is within itself when he was facing adversaries and issues and Goliaths and being chased down and being sought after in his difficult times he knew being in the shelter was more important than anything my grandmother used to leave this on the house over the doors she used to pin this to us and as a young girl i did not realize the significance of Psalms 91. But as I've grown older, it's like, oh my God, what she was saying is dwell right here, stay right here, stay right within his protection. If you live right here in the shadow, and I actually taught on this one time, I don't remember what the name of, and it may be he who dwells, I don't know what the name of that uh, video was, but it's on YouTube. But I know without a doubt, I taught on what it meant to be in the shelter. So if you'll meditate on his promises, even when life seems to be throwing you a curveball, and sometimes life throws things at us, if you'll remain in the shelter, there's some promises, David says. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you, for no plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you everywhere you go. And I keep that and speak that as a guaranteed promise. Father God, we thank you for your word today. I thank you for your people today. I thank you, Father God, for the shelter that you've built from, for us, Father God. Even when there's a storm, I thank you for your protection. I thank you for the Holy Spirit who gives us wisdom for all things. And Holy Spirit, we just invite you in right now, my God. We invite you right now. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for the winds blowing from the north, south, east, and west, for you setting a hedge of protection around us. No matter what the enemy says is coming against us, Lord God, we thank you, Father God, for being the shield, for being our great reward, Lord God. We thank you that your word is repurposed in our life so that we begin to look more like Christ. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit, for protection, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Now bless this devotional today. Let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength. You are my redeemer. You are king of kings. You are Lord of lords. You are the great I am. And I just bless, praise, and magnify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, we have some winners 
We're going to email our winners. We had five winners yesterday. I gave away five copies of the lot book, The Launch. And we have five winners yesterday. Um, and I'm going to have Jessica. Jessica's going to drop your winner, the winner's name in the bottom. Uh, we'll send you guys an email and get your address so that you can get your copy of The Launch. If you don't have The Launch, you need to buy, you need to invest in yourself and buy a copy of this book. So thank you for those of y'all. And we'll give some more books away. I believe in sowing because I believe what you sow to, you're going to reap a harvest. So we'll give some more books away. You never know. Might give them away at the beginning of the devotion, may give them at the middle, may give them at the end, may put an announcement on Facebook. So just know without a fact that we'll send you a word uh, today that you received one of the books and I'll autograph copy of that book and mail that book out tomorrow. Let me do a few shout outs. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, Vanessa. Hey, my aunt Cheryl. Hey, Candice. How y'all doing this morning? Hey, Teresa. How you doing this morning? Melanie Bryan. I see you. Hey, from Akron, Ohio. I love the way that this devotional is starting to go throughout the world. Um, I love the way we're connecting in other cities, states, and countries. And it is my Dutiful prayer to God that he allowed me to put my feet in these places. I can't wait to go throughout the world and just share his word and share the kingdom. It is just my, my desire to get out in these streets and share the word of God with people. So I'm hoping that I get to meet some of you in person at some point. Hey, Paula Williams, Norma. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? Hey, Rodney. Um, uh, hey, Rodney, I hope everyone likes to read. Rodney posted a copy of a Bill Winston confession, uh, which is so, oh, uh, uh, thank you, auntie. Your lights went out. My eye was like her lights went out, but she was determined not to miss you. Don't make your niece cry. You know how I feel about you anyway. How y'all doing this morning? You still, it, I can't, Rodney, so you posted that. Can they do the confession along with it? Everybody, whether you like to read or not, you need to learn. Ask God to give you the desire to read because reading in your eyes, I'm a teacher by trade. So in your eyes, in your ears, out your mouth is important for you. So even if you don't like to read, you need to ask God to give you the desire to read because that's also how you get revelation. Hey, Lynette Lopez, how you doing? Hey, LB Williams, I see y'all coming in this one. For those of y'all that are just getting in here, just logging on, go ahead and share that video. Put it in someone's timeline. Drop it in somebody's inbox. Rodney um, dropped a uh, a copy, a link to Bill Winston's confession. I guess it's available on YouTube. If you don't have the Bill Winston confession, you need to get a copy of the confession and you need to be able to say it out your own mouth. Your words activate the thing. And I'm telling you, eyes, ears, your mouth, all of this in your heart correlates all together. So let's get ready to get into the word today. Don't forget, subscribe to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. You never know what coming down the pipeline. Don't forget, we also have the free courses on the launch pad. If you go to the website, we did some website updates too. If you go to the website, if you've never been to the website, you need to get on the website. Um, go to the website. It gives you my backstory. Uh, it tells you about the ministry. It tells you what we believe in. Um, there's pages. It's everything for you to sow, become partners with this ministry. All my partners will get their partner 
um, email a little bit later on today. Thank you all for partnership. Thank you for partnering with the ministry. I just thank you for believing in what this ministry does. Don't forget the very first Saturday, the very first Saturday um, in July, we'll be back, which is July 6th. We'll be back with Feed the Streets. If you don't know what Feed the Streets is, this particular Saturday, we offer a meal to anybody who needs a meal, like anybody who needs a meal. So definitely, um, definitely make sure without a doubt. I don't know if somebody dropped that. Somebody dropped the Bill Winston confession in the, the thing, but it's hard to get it out of there. So if you subscribe to the website, you'll get an email copy of the Bill Winston confession. We have an image of it, and we also have the document for you. So I think Paula dropped it in there, but we have it. If it's hard for you to copy out of there, make sure you get it from the website. We have that available. Or email us and just say, send us the Bill Winston confession. We have no problem sending you uh, that confession. Uh, we want you to have that confession. It just establishes who you are in your righteousness. Let's get, get into the word today. We're still talking about the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. We're still looking at what's transpiring here. Can I tell you something? Um, <laughs> the character, I love the character of Christ because even though he's dealt with her very sternly, even though he's dealt with her very sternly, even though he dealt with her sin, he still dealt with her in a manner in which he could connect to her. My God, he didn't ostracize her. He didn't alienate her. He didn't put her into a position in which she had to feel so bad about herself. Sin is weighty enough. Sin is weighty enough that in that you don't have to be consumed. You don't need somebody else to consume you or overwhelm you or to dog you out or to talk about you. Sin is weighty enough. And I think Christ knew that once he brought it to her attention, even though we know she tried to, without a doubt, go in another direction. Um, we know without a doubt that sin is weighty enough. And so even when you're sharing the word of God with someone, it's not for you to, you need to express the love of God, whereas you um, don't spend so much time expressing or talking or browbeating them about their sin. It's more important for you to express the love of God. And then once they're in the kingdom, you can talk to them more about integrity and character and those things that God expects to respond from us. So let's start reading. So we're in John 4 with 21. Jesus replied, he's talking to the woman. They've been through this whole scenario. If you don't have the backstory to the woman, the Samaritan woman, go to YouTube, get the old videos and get caught up. And so Jesus replied, believe me, dear woman, this, the time is coming when it will no longer matter whether you worship the father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You Samaritan know very little about the one you worship while we Jews know all about him for salvations comes through the Jews. But the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now when true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. The father is looking for those who will worship him that way for God is spirit. So those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know the Messiah 
is coming, the one who is called the Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus told her, I am the Messiah. So I want to deal with this. He said, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. Come on, Holy Spirit. Worship the Father. Jesus pointed her to a time when worship would no longer be focused on a place. And we talked about this yesterday. We talked about it wasn't about religious overtures. It wasn't about um, denominations. Jesus was saying the point here. He kicked over sacred cows. He dealt with things with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And I brought you um, a scripture and said, read this, knowing that Jesus was not into all of these religious things. He simply said, you should be calling no one father but the father. He would send us a, a, a set of people that religious bearings um, would oppress the people and he just wasn't interested in that. So one of this was one of really actually one of the greatest announcements that Christ are made. The funny thing is he made this announcement to us, um, um, a, a sinful woman, but he's also prophesying, my God, to that which will come. So he's saying you will worship. You'll embrace this in a wider sense. You're gonna. He was foretelling the gospel in Samaria. He was putting the gospel in place. And if you go over Acts eight one through twenty six, it'll it'll show you what he's foretelling. He's prophesying to the future. He's saying with these words, Jesus describes the basis of true worship. It says God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in his spirit and truth. To worship in spirit means you're concerned, my God, with spiritual realities, not so much with places or outside, outward sacrifices or cleansings or trappings, you're more concerned with spiritual realities. You're more concerned with whether or not your life aligns with kingdom. If your life aligns with the word of God, you're not so concerned with telling people, well, I've been in church, I go to church, or I've been in church all my life, or I go to church 10 times a week. You're more concerned with whether or not your life aligns with the will of God completely. If you're going back and you're reading what Jesus saying was, am I, my God, am I loving God with all my heart, all my mind, all my soul? Is God in first position in my life? Am I living a life that's sold out to God without compromise? Am I loving God first and then loving others as myself? Am I putting others before myself? Am I feeding the poor? Am I taking care of the the widows, am I doing the things that Christ aligned? Is my vision, my God, aligned with the holy vision? That's enough within itself. Is my vision aligned with the holy vision in my life? And I told you we're going to talk about what it means to worship because a lot of times we think worship, and I gave you a definition for worship yesterday. A lot of times we think worship is about uh, worship is about where we are with God, singing a song, singing a music, but worship is the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration to God. It's it's veneration, it's adoration, it's devotion. Are you devoted to God? It's praise, it's thanksgiving, it's glorifying him, it's exalting him, it's extolling him, it's homage, it's respect, it's honor and esteem. It's not living life one way in front of people and then living a different life behind the scene. My God, it's dedicated 
dedicating your life. So to worship in truth, my God, means you worship according to the whole counsel of God's word, the whole counsel of God's word. Come on, Holy Spirit. You don't take just a part of the word. You take the whole counsel of God's word. And we have been guilty of taking the part of the word that makes us comfortable. We are cool when someone is preaching to us about finances and financial breakthrough. And when people are talking to us about things that make us feel good. But when we get in a position in a situation and someone starts dealing with us, talking to us about integrity and about character and about forgiving and about loving someone no matter what. When we start dealing with those things, people get uncomfortable. When we start hearing the word of God telling us to inspect ourselves, to keep your eyes off other people, to watch the words that come out your mouth. See, that's dealing with him in truth. That's having revelation. That's getting the whole counsel of God's word. That's seeking ye first the kingdom of heaven and everything else being added to you, making a determination that I'm not going to live my life according to this world's standard. I'm going to live my life according to what the word, that's being slow to speak and quick to listen, closing our mouth, not always feeling like we need to be talking, learning from the word of God and taking godly counsel, especially in the light of New Testament revelation. It also means that you're going to come to God in truth and not into in pretense. God is sick of pretentious people. God is sick of pretentious people. And I know for a fact, that's why Jesus said, everybody that says, Lord, Lord, is not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Everybody that says, Lord, Lord, you cannot say you worship God and you mean to your neighbor. You cannot talk me on this devotional telling me how much you love God and then leave here and put a post talking about dissing somebody or being ugly to somebody. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot. It does not line up if you're worshiping him, him in truth. It is hard. I'm just going to be honest. It is hard at this position in my life for me to be me. It's hard for me to lie. It's hard for me not to walk in integrity and character. And I had to grow to this place because that was not my truth. But the more I spent time rightly dividing the word, reading the word, researching the word, understanding that God's word is the entire truth, it's changed my perspective. It's made me more kind. It's made me more gentle. It's made me more tender. It's made me, if we go over to, come on, Holy Ghost, if we go over to the scripture, when we get into the Beatitudes, um, it says, God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those who are pure in heart, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you even when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you. So when we take the whole counsel, the word in the whole counsel, then we're worshiping God. We're being obedient to God, even when it's uncomfortable. My God, even when we don't feel like it, we're going to obey. We're going to trust God at his word. We're not going to live according to this world's 
standard. We're going to live according to the word of God. We're going to love at the capacity that God tells us to love. We're not going to love in our own capacity. We're going to love according to God's capacity. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It's not irritable and it keeps no records of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices when the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. It's always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. This, our life will begin to rearrange itself to be coded or to replicate or to look like our truth of what this word says. So here he's saying to worship in truth means you're going to worship according to the whole counsel. You're going to worship to the whole counsel of God's word. You're going to take God's word to be the ultimate truth. You're not going to be skeptical. You're not going to criticize it. You're not going to be easily offended when someone is coming to you in the word with truth instead of reacting and having a response or being haughty or acting like you know. You're going to take that piece of scripture. You're going to meditate that piece of scripture. You're going to ask the Lord, what am I missing here? Uh, what may I need to focus on? What are you trying to bring to my attention? You can get fresh revelation in the word every time you read to the word, read the word. So God in truth, remember, not just displaying spirituality, but really living the life, living the spiritual life, dying daily, picking up your cross, dying daily, casting off all fear, not living intimidated, taking the word and using the word as your measurement stick, right? As your measuring stick, obeying God, even when it doesn't feel good. Obeying God, even was it different, staying correctable, not getting offended, obeying God, even when staying integrity and in character. And integrity is way deeper than you know. Integrity is way deeper than you know. Not compromising yourself when you're around people who are acting ungodly, staying in your truth. Doesn't mean you have to ostracize them. Not taking bad counsel and not giving bad counsel. Those are things when you worship him and you're going to worship him with your whole counsel. You're going to take his word to be the literal word and apply this word to every area of your life. So I guess this point is where we need to say, you know what, Lord, we need to show me the areas in my life in which I'm not taking your whole counsel. My God, reveal to me the areas in my life in which I'm not taking your whole counsel, in which I am not taking your whole counsel. Am I taking your counsel about my finances? Am I taking my, your counsel in my relationship with my children? Am I taking your counsel in relationship with my money? We don't want to talk to God about money, especially when it comes to tithing and all this other stuff. Well, am I taking your whole counsel? Because your obedience is what's going to lead to the blessing. Because this lady began to take his counsel. That's what she did at the well. She began to take his counsel. We're going to see her walk into purpose. We're going to see her walk into purpose next. So this word has to become your whole counsel. My God, this word has to become your whole counsel. That's what what it means to worship him 
and spirit and in truth and not making excuses, not saying, oh, no, oh, I can't do this or, oh, I don't want to apply. And even in your uncomfortable places, instead of backing up, pressing in, instead of backing up, pressing in, reveal, yeah, reveal, God, reveal to me the areas in my life where I'm not taking your whole counsel. Like where I'm not taking the whole counsel, where I'm not taking the counsel of the teachers and the prophetic people that he put in your life, the people that he sent to teach you. And then they give you, my God, a divine word, but you go on your own. You go on your own thing. You go do your own thing. You still waiting. This lady was still looking for the Messiah of the word or the moment she needed and God had already given it to her. She was having the encounter she needed with Jesus Christ. Sometimes we're looking for bells and whistles, and God has already sent you the words you need or already told you the places to be connected to or already given you the wisdom that you need right here on this devotional or on other devotionals you may read or at church. When people despise their pastors and despise people of God who are worshiping in spirit and truth, it's usually because it's ruffled some feathers somewhere and they don't want to take whole counsel. They don't think it requires all of that. And it actually requires all of that. So I'm going to reverence God in my speech. I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to be cantankerous. I'm not going to talk about people. I'm not going to be gossiping. I'm not going to speak against the church. I'm not going to speak against the presidency. I'm going to get in my position and pray. I'm going to thirst and hunger after righteousness. I'm going to give the Holy Spirit permission to search my heart and deal with the places in which my integrity and character may not line up. I'm going to deal with my pride. <laughs> I'm going to deal with my pride. I'm going to ask the Lord. I'm not going to walk in false pride. I'm not going to walk in a false humility. I'm not going to boast about my humility because when you boast about your humility, you're no longer humble. You're no longer humble. I'm not going to boast that I got all things right because I'm constantly needing the God. God, I don't, I don't have all the answers. And when people contact me, I don't have all the answers. One of the first things I say is let me pray and let's ask the Holy Spirit for counsel. I cannot afford to pretend like I've got it all together because why? The word tells me, trust in the Lord with all my heart. Lean not into Lakeisha's own understanding and all my ways acknowledge him and he's going to direct my path. I don't have to direct my path. He tells me they that wait upon the Lord, not advance on my own. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount. Oh my God, that's a revelation in that. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall walk and not get weary. weary. They shall run and not faint. Waiting on the Lord produces significant things for you. So my God, I'm going to take the whole counsel of what the word said. I told y'all to start reading a Proverbs every day. If I get into Proverbs, what is Proverbs telling me for this day? And how can I apply this wisdom? That's what taking my whole counsel. That's what it means to worship God in, whole, in, in spirit and truth. It means to take God, God's word at his whole counsel. The New Testament revelation, everything Jesus spoke as whole counsel, taking that as whole counsel. He will direct your path. He'll do what he needs to do and what he says for you. I promise you, take your whole, taking the whole counsel. My God, this was a word of God. This was a word. 
taking the whole counsel. So let's just ask the Holy Spirit to search our heart. Father God, we thank you for your word today. Mm. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. Father God, we're asking us right, asking right now that you search our hearts. Show us any area in our life in which we have not been taking your whole counsel. Show us, Lord God, is it in our finances? Is it in our relationships? Is it how we handle our children? Is it how we've been handling our marriage? Is it how we've been handling our friends? We no longer want to act outside your will. For you promised us in your word, if we seek ye first the kingdom of heaven first, everything else will be added. So show us any area in our lives that do not align with your whole counsel. Give us the wisdom of the Holy Spirit for every relationship, for work, for every circumstance, for every situation. And let us obey you no matter what. Even though it seems like it may be costly, Lord God, we know that without a doubt that you're going to take care of us. You're going to take care of us. You're going to take care of us. So we give you permission, Holy Spirit, to search our heart. We give you permission, Holy Spirit, to search our heart. We thank you, Lord God, Father God, that we become the lover of you and not the lover of all things. My God, we thank you for wisdom and truth that can only come from above. We thank you, Father God, for the prophetic intercessors and watchmen that are in our life. We thank you for this devotional today. We thank you for your divine word, divine appointments, and divine assignments. We thank you, Father God, that our lives are aligning with your word for our life. We thank you, Father God, for all that you called us to do, for our righteousness in Christ Jesus. We thank you for do-overs and second chance. We thank you for the power of this word working in our lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. So ask him for the whole counsel. Ask him to show you and do not quench the Holy Spirit. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit starts showing you and applying pressure and telling you these are the things and repent quickly. As soon as he shows you something, repent. Father, I'm sorry for not listening. Father, I'm sorry you sent this word. Father, I'm sorry for not being diligent in my word, not studying the way that you told me. Father, I'm sorry for not taking your instructions. Father, I'm sorry for not taking wise counsel. Lord, forgive me for not walking in what you asked me to do. Forgive me for allowing the wisdom, my God, of my friends, my family, my loved ones to supersede your wisdom in my life. Can I share something else? If you also have ungodly relationships, ask God if you even need to be continued to be tied to those ungodly relationships. Sometimes we'll go to warfare for a relationship that keeps being cantankerous, that keeps being ugly, and we ain't, that's a word for somebody. That's a word for somebody. Somebody been asking about a particular relationship. My God. That's a word for somebody. Somebody's been asking about a particular relationship. Well, I'm your confirmation today. If it's an ungodly relationship, you need to confer with the Lord. If you need to continue to have this relationship in your life, because this may not be, this relationship may be pulling you backwards instead of pulling you forward. You need to be connected to people with the same mindset. And if that person, you know for a fact, or whether or not that person 
is walking on the same path that you do. And I'm not saying you won't cover that person in prayer. I'm not saying you're not going to love that person. I'm not going to say you're not going to support. But if you know that is an ungodly, healthy relationship and how you can tell if it's an ungodly, healthy relationship, if it keeps coming up in strife and it has a lot of contention, it has a lot of things associated with it. And I ain't talking about your marriage. Just don't walk out at your marriage. But if that's your truth in the situation, then we need to go and separate ourselves from those ungodly relationships because they're going to pull us into a direction in which we're not ready to go, especially if you're still growing, maturing to meet. You need to be careful of those relationships that you have in your life. And it's time for you to disconnect from that relationship so that you can walk into the fullness of who God called you to be. I promise God is going to do something for you. Let's do our corporate confession. We got time because I'm not on the radio right now. So we got time. Let's go ahead and end this in our corporate confession. And I want you to speak this out loud with me. It says, I decree, and then I, I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus' name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won, which I don't have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasure forevermore. The doors are not open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus' name. I'm honored by my Father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his affection. I'm the apple of his eye. I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. My God, my God, my God. I thank you that the ties are severed. That's that's so, so, so real, Jeanette, that the ties are severed from every relationship that is not of God, that is destructive and destroying our lives. I'm thanking God today that those ties are severed. I don't care if they're work relationships. I don't care if they're places. I don't care. I don't care if you've had that friend for 35 years. I'm declaring today that you're coming out of that broken relationship. We sabotage the plan of the enemy to play on your emotions in that relationship. I thank you that you're going to be sound and emotionally healthy where that relationship is concerned, that you are not going to believe a lie, that you're going to walk into, that you won't be manip mentally manipulated, and that God releases you from that relationship, and you have the authority and peace to walk away. Guess what? I'm going to give away five more books. <laughs> I'm going to give away five more books. I'm going to give five away books. If you are not, uh, I'm going to give five more books away. I'm going to give five more books away um, to five people who will uh, send us an email and share with us their vision for entrepreneurship for five people who will email us and share us. Just send us an email and tell us why you need a copy of the launch. I'm going to give away five more books today. Why you do you need a copy of the launch. If you'll email that to us, we'll send you a free copy of the launch. I love y'all so much, but more so God loves you.
I love you, but God loves you. I love you. I love you more than you can imagine, but God loves you. He loves you in your most imperfect places. You do not have to be perfect to come to God. And if you haven't received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, guess what? We're offering, offering the opportunity and we'll walk you through the process. I love y'all so much. I'll see y'all back here in the morning at 5 a.m. My God, I'll see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Um, I love you so much. I love you so much. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Sow into someone else's life today. Be a blessing to someone today. Um, why? Because it's kingdom. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.